Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Oilers did not practice today. Brandon Perlini cleared waivers. He'll go to the minors. They take on Boston tomorrow, 5.30 face-off show. Game at 7. NHL tonight. Devils leading the Flyers 2-0 in the third. Avalanche now up 6-2 on the Rangers. Boston about to get going in Vancouver. Dallas will take on Vegas. Grey Cup Sunday. We'll get some tales from Grey Cup week from the last time the game was played in Hamilton from Trent Brown coming up between 7.30 and 8. Uh, now, I assume this gentleman is uh, cozying up in front of the television to watch the Bruins and the Canucks. He's on 9 to noon every day here on 6.30. Chad, my good friend, Shay Gannam. Shay, how's it going? Good, Reed. How are you, bud? I am doing very well. It's uh, thanks, uh, thanks for checking in. It's always fun when you when you hop on the show. I know you work hard doing yours uh, every morning. The game hasn't quite started yet, so you're okay to watch and and talk you can do those two things yeah i've got, I've got my game. nhl center ice package up i've got the nest and seed on i'm ready to go but yeah the puck hasn't dropped yet i probably still got a little bit of time here well you're that hardcore you watch the nest and feed because it is on sportsnet west i know but there's something about jack edwards and i know if you're not a bruins fan you absolutely despise the man and i know full well why you do but there's something about watching the bruins game on Nesson, and that's how i do it reed well, I, I didn't realize that uh, you were that. Uh, that wow. Okay. Well, good. Good for you. I guess. No, you got to explain this. And, and look, I have made. You know, it's 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 interesting when you host a talk show because and work in the media. I, I think there is. Uh, I, I I have to be impartial. And I'll, I, look, I will call the Boston Bruins one of the best NHL franchises over the last fifteen years or so. I, I recognize the. Uh, the abilities of the players and, and a lot of the great things they've done in the organization. When I take off my right. hosting hat and I'm in my everyday life, uh, probably the team I despise the most in pro sports. Uh, really? For, for a variety of reasons. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we're at odds there. I've never told you that before. No, I, I, I can't understand why. Is it, is it, it's not Brad Marchand. You're not that. I mean, come on. Well, that's part of it, sure. I mean, how can you support a guy that, like, you're fine when he goes around licking guys? You're like, yeah, that's my guy. No, I, I, of course not. I mean, it's ridiculous. I wish he didn't do it. But at the same time, um, you couldn't pick out an NHL GM or a rational fan of any other franchise in the league that wouldn't jump at the opportunity to have Brad Marchand be their first line left winger, and you know it. Oh, Sure. Yeah, sure. That's 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 fine, but it doesn't mean I, I like him. I like him if he's on another team, especially on Boston. <laughs> okay, so all, I mean, he's one of the one of those guys. I get. It. I'll, I'll briefly explain where this comes from. For and, and look, it's it's it, obviously it's a weird situation for me because Curtis Lazar um, yeah. is on this show once or twice a year, 
is an awesome yep. interview, and I wish him personal success. Uh, Jake DeBrusque is from from Edmonton, and and yep. he's been on this show, and now, now he wants to be uh, traded, obviously. But I, I guess just uh, to say I, I would ever support the Bruins w- would be a stretch for me. I'll, I'll explain where this comes from for me. Growing up, um, my, my, before the Oilers joined the NHL, my dad is of the generation where you picked Montreal or Toronto, right? And that's what right, you right, cheered sure for, enough, yeah. uh, generally. And my dad was a Montreal fan. So it was kind of fun in the 80s because Montreal, well, until about 93, Montreal or Edmonton, some years both, went to the at least the semifinals like every year between yeah. like 83 and 93. Uh, so Boston being a chief rival of the Canadians and Boston eventually, you know, overtook the Montreal going into the nineties. But that was, uh, that was another thing my dad and I shared, not just watching Canadians and Oilers (laughs) games together, but cheering against the Bruins. And it's just something we kept on doing. Um, one of my best friends uh, who I don't know if you've ever met him, but you'll certainly know who he is, is Courtney Terrio over at city TV. It was a huge, it was a huge Montreal Canadiens fan. So that's become part of our friendship is that we also cheer against uh, Boston. Now, this is my life away from, from uh, hosting. I will objectively cover the game tomorrow, obviously. So that's where it comes from. (laughs) Well, you're on the other end of the spectrum. What's your story? My story, and this sounds ridiculous, but it's the God's honest truth, Reed. When I was a kid, you know what, I, I, I think I was the same as you. I mean, I, I was born in 71, so my very youngest years of watching hockey, there were no Edmonton Oilers in the NHL. So I was like you. Every Saturday night, it was the Habs or the Leafs. And I liked the Habs. I liked Larry Robinson. I liked Guy Lafleur. I liked Steve Shutt. Um, then the Oilers came into the league, and I'm all in on the Oilers, okay? Love the Oilers to this day still. I mean, they're a very close second favorite team in the NHL. Um, but when... This is as dumb as it is, but it's the, it's the truth. I'm 10, 11 years old, and you know how it is when you're out playing road hockey with your buddies. Everybody says, I'm the Oilers, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so, right? Well, if you didn't win the flip to pick the Oilers, you had to pick somebody else. Who am I going to pick? At that time, and to this day, Reed, sorry to point it out, the Oilers' record against every team in the NHL, their worst record to this day is against the Boston Bruins. So who... <laughs> So that's the dumbest reason. I'm talking like 1980, I decided, okay, if I can't be the Oilers in road hockey, I'll be the Bruins. And then I asked for a Bruins jersey, I think, for my 11th or my 12th birthday. So now I'm starting to become a Bruins fan. Andy Moog gets traded in what, 86, 87? Huge Andy Moog fan ever since the 82 series against the Habs. So now I'm all in on the Bruins. And then over the last 30, 35 years, it's grown into now I'm a diehard Bruins fan. Okay, that is an interesting way for it to start. I'm just checking if it's still their worst <laughs> points percentage. It is, yeah, that's still Edmonton. Pardon me, Edmonton's worst yeah, regular season points percentage. The only team percentage. they're under 400 against in the NHL. Yeah. 388. Well, there I got a stat tomorrow for one of my uh, for one of my sponsored segments on the Face Off Show. I, I never even I never even thought to look that up. Yeah, their their best their best all time against Columbus and worst all time against uh, Boston. So so in '88 and '90, who were you cheering for? Living in Edmonton, or, or maybe you weren't in Edmonton at that time. No, I was in Edmonton. Absolutely, I was in Edmonton. And being in Edmonton. Um, and being uh, back then, that was probably pretty even in terms of which team I was pulling for. But being in Edmonton and being around for the 84 
the 85 and the 87 wins and knowing how much fun that was and how great it was to be in Edmonton when they were Stanley Cup champions, I was pulling for the Oilers. I was down on Jasper Avenue in 1990 celebrating with everybody else. So I was all in for the Oilers in the Stanley Cup finals, although my heart wouldn't have been broken if the Bruins won. That's the way I look at it. When the Bruins play the Oilers, I can't lose. That's the way I look at it. Regardless, instead of go to overtime, both teams get a point, I go home happy. Well, which has happened a few times in recent years. So, so tomorrow then you're you're on the fence. Then you're 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 enjoying the game. So you're not. I'm enjoying not... the game. Okay. And I and I think you know I mean it's just instinct at this point to pull for the Bruins. Um, but at the same time, when I think about it rationally, I don't. If the Oilers win, that's great too. And, I, and personally, I think the Oilers need to win. Uh, and I don't, I can't see the Oilers losing four straight. I really, I, I'd be, they're too good for that. And the Bruins are a little banged up and a little sick and, you know, they don't have their coaches, all kinds of issues going around in Boston. And to be honest, Boston's not the team they were even last year. So, um, if I had to put money on it, I'd pick the Oilers tomorrow night. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll be pulling for the Oilers. I'll be pulling for the Bruins. It's like I say, it's sort of, uh, as long as everybody has fun, Reed, isn't that what they say? <laughs> Why keep score? Yes. Why keep score? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's well, and, and you're lucky that they're in opposite. Like, I, I will say this, and and it's not, it's not out of this world. I know I'm giving you a hard time. Like, it's not, I, I, I it's not out of this world to have a favorite team and a second favorite team, or a team sure. you cheer for just because. Uh, maybe there's a player you like on that team or, you know, it's Canada. A lot of people know people in the NHL are related to people. Oh, so my second cousin yeah. plays for this team. You know, it happens. But but like, at least in your situation, they're in different conferences. Like, I'm, like, I'm always curious when people are like, uh, yeah, I like the Oilers first and the Flames second. And I'm always like, how is that even possible? How, how, how do you manage that? Or who's your favorite team? Um, Vegas or Seattle? What? How can that possibly be? How can you be a Seattle Kraken fan? They didn't exist three weeks ago. Now you're a big fan of the Kraken. I don't get that either. I think it has to grow naturally. And like I say, it's been taking, you know, 40 years that this has been growing like a, like a bad weed. And, and now, you know, I mean, like, like you know, I, I went down to Boston last month to watch two Bruins games. And I got my tickets for tomorrow. And we're seriously debating going down to Calgary to watch him play on Saturday night. So, I mean, I'm all in now. Oh, you're going tomorrow, eh? Oh, absolutely we're going. Yeah, I got my kid tickets for his 18th birthday. He's a big Bruins fan, right? And, oh, jeez. Um, so, <laughs> so that'll be my third Bruins game of the year, and then there's a good chance we might go to Calgary on Saturday and watch him play the Flames. Who, who did you see Maybe. in Boston? Which games were you well, there I for? I went down... Went down for the Oilers game on the 11th. Okay. Oilers won that one 5-2, came back from 3-2 down. Uh, and then, I don't know if you, like, if you've watched the Bruins game on Nesson or if you, if you watch a lot of Bruins games, they have, there's certain things that happen. They play shipping up to Boston on the last TV timeout if they're ahead in the third. They play dirty. Well. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen, and they didn't happen because the Oilers won. So they were playing the Habs on Sunday night. We were still there, so we got tickets to that game too. So we saw the Oilers, and we saw the Habs. We'll see the Oilers again tomorrow night, and then uh, we'll see about Saturday. All right. Well, that's uh, well, that's cool. You get to you get to see them uh, live. What's your? I mean, you mentioned maybe not like they were last year. What are your impressions of them so far this year? Bruins this year. I mean, they're they're a lot like the Oilers in a lot of ways. That they have some really great pieces. I mean, you can't argue with Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marchand. That's just a phenomenal line. Um, Charlie McAvoy is a good defenseman. I think he might be a little overrated at this point, but after that, it really drops off. 
You know what I mean? Like you've got the exceptional top end talents, just like the Oilers have. It's more of a depth issue. Uh, they've got some of the goaltending issues that the Oilers have, some of the defensive depth that the Oilers have. There's a lot of similarities between the two teams. The difference, the Oilers are on an upward trajectory, and I think the Bruins are on a bit of a downward trajectory. Their players are getting older. They're not, you know, they're, that window's closing for the Bruins. And I think it's just opening for the Oilers. Well, you wouldn't have thought so if you would have listened to overtime open line last night. I felt like it was 2014 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> three losses take it easy everything's gonna be all right <laughs> all right well that, that's uh that's that's a cool story and i'm glad you're going to the game tomorrow uh if you can sneak into the press box you can come and say uh come and say hi after 5 30 and uh, we'll put a, we'll put a mic on you but i know you probably don't want to do that uh what, what's uh, are you coaching again this year i know we've we've had you on in the past yeah. talk about minor hockey and stuff what's going on that was my first year of not coaching in uh, probably over 15 years. All my guys aged out. My kid aged out, so he's not involved in hockey. And uh, the organization didn't come knock on the door. I thought they might, because that's how it often ends up. You know, we, we don't have a coach for this team. Can you take this team? Sure. Uh, that didn't happen. So uh, this is my first year not heading to the rink four or five times a week. And, you know, and I miss it. But at the same time, it's kind of nice to not have to go to the rink four or five times a week. So it, it's new. It's different. Were you a good hockey player when you were a kid? No, no, not really. <laughs> I, I, was, I was okay. I mean, I, um, I I played a little bit of rep hockey for a while, but I was the kid who made the rep team and uh, lasted about two weeks and said, yeah, none of my buddies are here, and I, I really like playing hockey with my buddies, so I went down and played for uh, the division or whatever it was called at the time and uh, finished up in what we called midget back then and uh and then switched into coaching for a few years after i mean i just love the game but the, i was under no illusions that it was going to go beyond rec hockey for me that's for sure yeah all right what about well, you did you play with growing grow up uh i played hockey only until oh that's so long ago i think it was the end of peewee so i, I, I don't even know like the age categories have changed so i might have been 13 yeah they have. uh yeah i mean i was a small town house league quality player you know whatever i could skate around i was probably a, i'm probably a pretty good passer and yeah. i was i was probably uh like i didn't grow after grade nine so for a couple of years i was actually one of the bigger kids on the ice <laughs> believe yeah. it or not which is funny now because i'm a <laughs> i'm a shrimp but no i never I, I think i figured out by about the age of eight that i wasn't going to be in the nhl <laughs> I kept getting invited up to higher level teams and trying out for higher level teams and stuff just because I was about six four by the time I was fourteen or fifteen years old. So uh, that got me. I mean, if I had been five four, uh, I, I probably never would have even got looked at twice. But just being a big kid took you somewhere back in the day. So uh, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, same as you. Uh, there was no, there was no. Oh my goodness, one day I'm going to play in the NHL. No, I pretty much knew that wasn't going to happen from the age of twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, well, Shay, the year uh, you're five and a half minutes in, no score, Boston and Vancouver. I'll let you focus on that, and uh, maybe I'll run into tomorrow or wave to you from up top, buddy. I really appreciate it. Well, I, I, I've never even been in the press box at Rogers, so if I can find it, I'll come bang on the door and you can let me in. How's that? Okay, yeah, that for sure. We'll try to work something out. Thanks, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> There we go. That's Shay Gadam. Uh, Shay Gadam show nine to noon every day here on six thirty. Chet, supporter of, he explained it, the Bruins, but also the Edmonton Oilers. He's joining us on the hotline powered by CertainTeed professional grade building materials. I know there's some odd couples uh, out there. You know, some people who have personal split loyalties, family. Like I, I don't know how. Like you know, when I see 
like an Elks fan or a Stamps fan, like married to or dating a Riders fan. I'm always like, how does that possibly work? Can that work? <laughs> I don't know. The, the irrational world of sports fandom, right? Back after the break. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, good to have Shay Gannam on the show explaining uh, how he got to be a Boston Bruins fan growing up in Edmonton, though, as he uh, mentioned, uh, certainly celebrated when the Oilers beat the Bruins in the cup final in 88 and 90. I actually did. I, I didn't know that. I had never thought to look that up. The Boston Bruins are the most successful franchise against the Oilers in the regular season. Edmonton's point percentage against Boston is 388. Uh, well below even the team they have the second worst record against. That's the Minnesota Wild, who beat the Oilers last night. Edmonton 442 against the uh, Minnesota Wild. So Edmonton is 500 or better against 19 of the 31 current NHL teams. That does well. It includes the Kraken, who they're exactly 500 against. Columbus, they've had the most success against 672 points percentage. Uh, 622 against uh, the Jets, 604 against the Senators, uh, on and on. We uh, go with that. Uh, Calgary, the Oilers now below 500, 482 against the Flames. Anyway, interesting stuff there from Shea Ganim. All right, the Grey Cup is in Hamilton. The last time it was there, it was snowing, and it was a classic game between Edmonton and Toronto, and quite frankly, Edmonton probably got screwed. Pardon my language. Remember the Flutie fumble? Well, this guy lived it. Trent Brown coming up next on Inside Sports. Stick around. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.